What's up and welcome to the Badass is the New Skinny podcast. I'm Sabrina, and as a certified personal trainer and health coach, I'm here to help you live your best and most badass life. This space is for all the hot messes out there who are tired of feeling out of control, stuck, frustrated, and not at home in their own body. We'll focus on mindset, attitude, and habits surrounding sleep, stress management, nutrition, and movement so that you're showing up for your whole self. Badass isn't a look, it's an attitude. It's an energy. So wherever you're at, settle in and get comfy. Let's do this. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Badass is the New Skinny. It's a little late, but it is the first episode of 2024, so happy belated New Year to you all. I hope your New Year is off to a good start. I'm going to preface today's conversation with a disclaimer that I might be a little more all over the place than usual because honestly, my brain is still trying to put together and make sense of an experience I just had, and sometimes as I'm working things out, it's a little bit like playing whack-a-mole. There's no real rhyme or reason to it. I just keep hitting shit. Or in this case, keep chewing on different ideas until all of the flavor is gone and then stick it in my hair. That weird ass idiom is dedicated to my mama. I hope you're resting in peace, mom. So recently I was in a meeting with a coworker and she said something that both made me sad and made me not along in agreement. We were talking about self-management tools for health and wellness, in this case, more specifically, a mental health self-management tool, and how people will use tools when they want. They're on again, off again, on again, off again. This coworker had said something to the effect of, yeah, but that's just sort of what self-management is, and you gotta have a wagon to get back on. Now, for some context, this was not a happy or angry statement. It was just a statement. Sort of, it is what it is. I have a couple feelings about this. On the one hand, sure, this is sort of what self-management is. Self-management is about prioritizing your focus, making adjustments, practicing habits to support those adjustments, and pivoting when something isn't working or your priorities change. On the other hand, it's also kind of a defeating way to think about it because it paints the picture that maintaining your health and wellness will inevitably always be a roller coaster or a wagon that you have to get on again because you eventually fall off and on and off and on and off. And I can see how it would feel like that. Again, life happens. It throws you off your game. You have to pivot and adjust and try again. It's not linear, which can feel like you're pedaling a bike to nowhere fast. And when that's what the landscape looks like, it's really easy to see how so many people just kind of throw up their hands and say, fuck this, never mind, I'll just do what I want to do, and if I get fat, I get fat, or if I get sick, I get sick. I'm not any different. When I make a choice that is less than healthy, every now and then I'll say, well, we all gotta die of something. This is sort of a complicated topic to tackle because there are so many different things going on here, especially when we break it down and realize we're talking about attitude, perception, baggage, fear, and resignation. It is what it is, right? So why bother when it doesn't make any difference anyway? It breaks my heart, and at the same time, I get it. What I come on this podcast and talk about isn't easy stuff. It's like the epitome of easier said than done. I don't even know that I'm coming to this podcast episode offering any solutions as much as I am offering some acknowledgement that, yes, I come here and I talk about how to live and feel like your most badass self 
in the wake of big life changes, uncertainty, and fear. And even though I offer tools and steps and things to think about, at the end of the day, this is really hard stuff. It's stuff that you have to commit yourself to and be okay with the shakiness of it all and accept that it's not always going to be pretty and that sometimes you're going to feel like a failure and like you'll never get it right and then somehow find the strength and courage to keep trying. So maybe this is just my way of acknowledging that even though I maybe don't say it enough, the kind of journey that we're talking about here is hard. It's hard and it's worth it. And sometimes you're going to be Johnny on the spot and you're going to dominate all of the habits and routines and attitudes and things are going to be going great. And then other times your mom dies, a family member ends up in rehab, you're pretty sure your puppy is out to get you, you're stuck in a job because you're at the mercy of the outrageous cost of living, your gym shuts down, you're sick again, and every connection you make feels fragile. In case you didn't catch it, that last bit is called projecting, and yes, I'm fine. And in some ways, the roller coaster or this wagon to get back on can provide a grounding opportunity. Rather than just lean into the shitstorm, these self-management tools, these habits, these routines, these goals are the anchor. They give you something to hold on to while the world around you beats the crap out of you. Because eventually you hit the eye of the hurricane or the storm passes and you're still standing. Sure, you've got a bit of a mess to clean up and maybe you have to chart a new path to familiar places. But that's okay because you know how. You have the tools to do it and still be okay. I guess that's why I don't come on here and say shit like, here are the only 10 steps you need to be a badass. It's a magic pill and once you take it, you'll never have to try hard again. Shit like that isn't real because life isn't stagnant. You as a human being are not stagnant. You change and grow and learn and make shitty choices and great choices. You're selfish and selfless, compassionate and self-centered. So what's the goal then? If this is a never-ending roller coaster and you're constantly going to have to work at it, what's the point? And this is important because I'm known for saying I want to help you step off the roller coaster for good. And I do. But the point is that you're not creating your own roller coaster. Are you tired of this analogy yet? Hang in there with me just a little bit longer. We're getting to the good stuff. Most of the people I work with are on a roller coaster of their own making, built by drastic choices that have them bouncing between extremes. The easiest example is the person who is overweight, self-conscious, unhappy, scared, and insecure. So they go on a crash diet where they do a juice cleanse for three days, consuming around 500 calories a day, if that, just to go on a full-on binge mode on day four and consume a week's worth of calories in one day. And they do this over and over and over until their body doesn't know how to self-regulate, or at least it doesn't self-regulate in the way that it was designed to do. That's an example of a roller coaster of your own making. And that's the kind of thing that I am passionate about helping people overcome, because that's a miserable way to live. It's absolutely miserable to wake up in the morning, feel like crap about yourself, and feel completely stuck because nothing you've ever tried has made any difference and has, in fact, made things worse. But the roller coaster that's just life with all the bullshit that comes our way and we really have no control over, 
that's when we can leverage our tools and knowledge to handle those with as much control and influence as we can to mitigate how disruptive those events are in our lives. I'm still grieving the loss of my mom. I'm still grieving my two miscarriages. I'm grieving the loss of Bella. In each of those moments of intense grief and loss, when the wounds were fresh, I had the opportunity to self-manage how I responded and took care of myself in those situations. The biggest challenge for me was to not turn to drinking to cope. For a lot of people, unhealthy coping mechanisms like drugs, alcohol, and destructive behavior is how they get through these emotionally charged life changes. It's hard and it sucks. But I will always believe that the better you equip yourself and the more you practice healthy habits and behaviors, the better you'll fare when shit hits the fan and you're trying to stay standing through the storm. Because then, getting back on the wagon is just something you do. It's not a disrupting life change or something that consumes all of your energy. It's just part of how you live your life. It's almost like an automatic response. And yes, to get there, it takes thought and it takes intention. It takes practice to get to a point where these healthier behaviors and attitudes and actions are more automatic. But you know what? That's a good thing. You want to live your life thoughtfully and with intention. There's a reason why mindfulness is such an important mental health practice. Every now and then, it's nice to come unplugged and rest and let the world just move around you. But more often than not, you want to be an active participant in your own life. A lot of this has sounded much more soapboxy and rah-rah than I intended, but I guess it's just because I have really strong feelings about it. It's why I focus so much on attitude and perception. Those things can paint one situation in very different ways, and that gives you very different scenarios to respond to. I guess if I had to recap all of this, I would say be an active participant in your own life. Step off the roller coaster of your own making and instead equip yourself with the tools to help you navigate what life throws at you and know that you deserve more than to throw up your hands in resignation because making good choices for yourself can be so much harder than not giving a shit. Because the trap is that if you don't give a shit now, you make your life so much harder than if you put in the effort every day and show up for yourself as best you can. It's easier said than done, but I know you can do it. I'll leave you with that for today. Hopefully this gave you some things to think about, and I hope that the next time you feel your defeatist attitude taking over, you can come back to this and remind yourself that there's a reason you make the effort every day, even if it means that you're on whatever wagon carries your baggage. We've all got it. We all carry it. So be kind to yourself. With that, my friends, I appreciate you being here with me today. Now please go do something that brings you joy and makes you smile and I'll catch up with you next time. Later. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the Badass is the New Skinny podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend or loved one so that we can grow this badass community. If you have ideas, questions, or your own badass story that you'd like to share, hit me up on Instagram at Badass is the New Skinny or check out the Badass is the New Skinny Facebook group. I appreciate you being here, my friends. Now make today awesome.